Um, now, now that we're starting, uh, hi guys, welcome back to the Humanity uh, Jitsu podcast. Um, you're joined here by myself, Con underscore Gracie, uh, on Instagram, and Humanity himself, which is also known as Andrew Quinn. Um, but uh, our topic of discussion today is what not to do when you're doing jiu-jitsu or competitions or in general whenever you're in or around the gym area i think that's a good that that makes sense right yeah that's a yeah real professional guys you know like people people expect a certain level of (laughs) i can't even finish that sentence people if you listen to this podcast you know it's uh professionally unprofessional you know what to expect <laughs> yeah, this, this is very true actually anyways um all right so you've got the you've got the well, i used to coach up in tullamore so you can take the the other one of the reddits and i'll take the coaching etiquette then okay and we'll yeah what's my reddit there it is okay you no, go so first guys yeah i'll take this off the so guys I put a post up on Reddit asking if I put two posts up. One was about BGJ etiquette. And, and so I got a few comments and stuff, you know, a bit of, you know, like how people should conduct themselves and shit in the match. Cause you know, there is a certain level of etiquette you gotta, you know, put forward in the gym and competition This more like gym focused, my, this particular post, but we can, you know, we can get into competition stuff, whatever. So one of the first ones that came up and one of the most upvoted one was, I was like, yeah, sorry. As well was toe and fingernails. Cut them. Like we've all been there. Someone who hasn't cut their fucking finger and toenails is fucking grabbing you. Whether in, I think it's kind of worse than gee because when they grab you, if it's like an inside grip and you know the hand is kind of rubbing off on you, it's fucking scraping you. And man, this happened to me recently. I actually put this on Reddit as well. Uh, one of my friends he grabbed a fucking collar tie in the back of my neck, and I sort of shrugged it off. But his fucking nails weren't cut because he he doesn't cut the fingernails of one of his hands enough because he plays guitar and he doesn't like picks. And he fucking properly clawed my fuck the back of my fucking neck and it was horribly fucked up. And man, people thought it was gee burn, but then I was like, oh, it's an ogi class, so that's why it's so fucked up, scrapage and shit. Mm. Cut your fucking nails, people. It's true. And especially. And with your toenails. File them. File your fucking nails as well. Don't just cut them. Cut nails are still fucking sharp. File the fuck out of them, please. Mm. Yeah, good point. And toenails. Jeez, man, I got a toe into the eye one time, and I'm like, man, I am lucky that was not fucking sharpened, because if it was, I'd be wearing a fucking eye patch right now. Like, dude, if, especially if you play with footlocks and shit, you know, you know, you're grabbing feet and all that. Cut your fucking feet, your fucking toenails. <laughs> and man, maybe... Um, See one time, <laughs> okay. Uh, if you guys have ever gone, you ever seen uh, the movie The Hobbit, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you notice since those fucking hobbits have really hairy feet, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see where this is going. Uh, I have really hairy fucking feet, and uh, this one we were, I was doing leg locks with this one guy during the class, and like, man, he'd have to toe hold me and he had to grab my disgusting looking feet. He's like, man, your fucking feet are nasty, dude. Would you fucking would you shave them or something? They're, your feet are disgusting. It looks like a hobbit's foot. <laughs> yeah, like, so guys, well, my toenails were grand, but my feet were disgusting looking. So, you know, yeah. you know, shave your feet or something if they look if you look like a hobbit. Just your feet, not the rest of your legs. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to be a weirdo. 
Because it's not weird. I mean, to shake your feet. Yeah, no, I, I kind of I get you on that one, but I also, I'm also kind of like I couldn't go fuck. I'm not going to go near your feet then. You know what I mean, I'm that kind of person. Well, but man, toe hold. Yeah, but like I don't go for toe hold. I'll just, I'll just tear your foot off. Okay. Fair enough. As I got, <laughs> I've competed. As I, I've competed with some ladies with stinky geese. They usually wear blue or black. One of the reasons many academies use white geese is that it's easier to spot a dirty kimono. That's a good compelling argument for only white geese, because if you're wearing black or blue, you can't really tell if someone hasn't washed their fucking gi. But if it's white, you know, you can see the sort of green twinge and the sort of, you know, yeah, fucking stink outline coming off. I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, you didn't wash your fucking gi, did you? It, uh, yeah, people not washing their gi is, is a big one. Like, like, um, like I think even if you go to like, if you go somewhere and if you, uh, say if you like train for like an hour, even if you're not rolling at the end of it, your drilling is still like loads and loads of fucking sweat and disgusting stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe not as, I'm not saying that you in particular or whatever is, is disgusting or whatever, but like you won't really realize how much you still sweat anyways because you're wearing a gi and then you're also wearing like rash guards and stuff under it, so it's still hot anyways. Especially during the summer. During the summer, you need to you do need to have a few gis like because you're sweating all the time and then like you know, like, like just make sure you wash your gi properly as well. Like, mm. and people fucking leaving your gi that you just trained in just airing out that's not washing it that's just drying the fucking sweat into it and that's going to make yeah. the fucking the sweat not, adhere to it more that's, that's just being you yeah throw it into a bucket of water pour some fucking soap in soak it for a little bit and then fucking dry, air dry it or mm. just i know it's a case like man because i was kind of guilty of this when i first started training like, uh, I'd only train on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I'd wear the same gi. Like, I wouldn't be training for super long, and I'd just leave the gi being all funky in the bag. Now, I never received, no one ever complained to me about it. Like, it wasn't ridiculous, but I, I just, I was just thinking, yeah, I, I should get another fucking gi in case this becomes a problem in future. And, you know, that's why I have 20 gis now. We, we've thus arrived at the good timeline. <laughs> Yeah, it's true though. Like you, you, you do need to fucking like get your shit together on that kind of thing. Mm. Also, there's one last thing on this thing. It's like if someone lets you drop in and waves the fee to do so, buy a shirt or write a good Yelp review for them. Because man, you know, I'm personally not a fan of like math fees. You know, if you're just coming in for one day, I don't think you should have to pay. Like if you're there for like a week, then give them money. You know, anything more than that is like just being you know being an asshole at that point like you, you there are gym owners they need to make money but if it's just one day i don't see a point in you know charging someone but if there isn't a case where you know they're selling merchandise or something and they let you train there for free i think you should you know buy some merch that'd be some good shit like i remember a guy who came to our gym he can't you know we, we don't have match fees or anything but man he liked the training he liked everyone there he's like i do it. i'm gonna buy a patch man this is fucking it's a good gym man you know What's your yeah. sort of take on that, Don? What do you think? Um, about buying stuff. Well, if you can afford to buy stuff, then like you know, do it. Like you know, obviously, there's no, 
there's no point in going to break the bank and everything else like but um like there's really like it, it is it is what it is like um like whenever if i ever go to a new gym and i go there consistently i'll buy a new patch or a t-shirt off them or something but like otherwise i probably won't do anything um because i physically cannot afford well whenever i do go or sometimes whenever i go i can't afford it but whenever i go to competitions i buy a t-shirt or something just to support the venues there and stuff do you know what i mean um mm. like like if like i haven't been to, i haven't actually been to another gym in a while like last gym i was down and it was shaolin gala but I don't, they weren't even in their own place i'm not sure if, uh, they probably were selling merchandise but i probably just never got around to it because i was fucking dying after the first time i've been rolled in about eight weeks so like it is it is something that like you know it's not a requirement per se but like it it, it always helps like you know every little helps like, especially during this whole fucking shit that's going on with the pandemic like do you know what i mean Mm. Oh, so Khan, uh, that's all the fucking etiquette ones. Like you have the coaching one pulled up in front of you, right? Mm. Well, we've got a few more uh, BJJ etiquette. We're, I'm gonna just throw these out here because on the mats, because if you're on the mat or if you're in the gym, like you know, just in the gym kind of etiquette as well. Before I get to the coaching, um, mm. another, yeah, one, uh, another one, another few that I really hate is people not wearing shoes off the fucking mat. Oh my god! Like if you're okay. going to go off, if you're going to go off the mat, you put on a pair of flip flops and you put on a pair of shoes, either or. You don't go off in on your bare feet and walk walk to the bathroom and then come back and then compete or go roll. This happens in competitions though. If you're one of those dirty fuckers who I see in the bathroom with no shoes on and you're on my mat, I'm going to tell you to get the fuck off because you probably have ringworm or something now. Maybe not ringworm, but you probably have something disgusting after walking to the bathroom in your bare feet, like. Don't mm. do that. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there was this. Oh, this there was this one uh, new guy I was helping teaching the beginners like uh, a year ago or something, and this big fucking huge fat guy, this fucking Grizzly Adams looking beard. I had to keep. Uh, he was like doing the opposite. He kept wearing his sh- his fucking flip flops, which were kind of dirty because he's wearing them outside. He kept stepping on the mat with them because mm. he he was walking over the mat and then putting them into the cubby thing. I was like, dude. Your fucking things are dirty. You're you can literally see in the mat the dirt print you are leaving. Stop fucking yeah. wearing them on the mat. And man, I had to tell him that's so fucking much. Jesus. Yeah, it is that. See, if they're new, like you know, that's kind of fair enough. Like you know, you'd understand that. But like you know, after a while, like you know, after the first couple of times, you don't do it. Like I stood in the mat a few times. That's because I fell onto it. Literally fell onto it. Somebody pushed me or I've fallen over. But I've never actually intentionally gone on the mat. Like, and I understand parents who can who have to run onto the mat to like maybe like get a child or something but like you know like general like the only type of footwear that should be allowed on on mats is wrestling boots uh fucking boxing boots and yeah that's pretty much it and your bare feet and socks socks are okay but then again i'm saying socks are okay but that is that means as long as you're fucking walking around on the ground with them outside and then walking them onto the gym like dude 100 like it's it's but it's like when you go into a bounce castle to take off your sock your shoes like, yeah, dude, like, we've all heard the horror stories of, like, women with their high heel shoes in the bouncy castle fucking puncturing it. That's fucking, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, but, like, then again, if you go onto the shoe mat with your shoes, you're probably going to damage the mat, and you're going to hurt the people as well. You're, you're physically going to hurt the people, like. Plus, you know, the dirt and shit on your shoes, you know. Talk about infection and fucking, like, diseases and stuff. Um, 
another thing uh, that I was going to say, now I, now I kind of forgot what the fuck it was, because uh, that one thing annoyed me, but what was I going to say? Excuse me. Um, oh, yes. When you're going with somebody new, don't try to impress them. Just help them. Like, like realistically, like, you know, nobody's going to want to train with you if all you do is kind of, like, you know, smash them and do whatever, like, do you know what I mean? And there's a fine line between between helping somebody and showing off to them and, domi- and like, you know, asserting dominance in quotation marks. It's just it's just a lot of effort. Like, don't do that. Like, the whole point of somebody new starting and the whole point of anybody doing jiu-jitsu in general is so that everybody has a nice kind of, like, you know, community to kind of chill out in and stuff. But if you're going to be a dick and, like, skull ride people and, like, be really hard, that's not okay. Like, you know, don't do that. Um... Also, another thing is, uh, what was I going to say? Not school riding. It was, um, I forgot what the other one was. Have you, can you think of any? Hmm? Can you think oh, of Oh, yeah. See, sort of a extension of the one you just brought up. It was like, you know, do you really need, need to fucking prove that you can beat this new person? Like, dude, you've been training, you know, if someone's been training for a little bit, it's pretty safe to say that you could beat them. You don't need to fucking say, yeah, look at me. I tapped out this fucking new guy in a trial class. Mm, yeah, I'm the fucking beast. Mm. We all see those memes, but you know. Yeah. It's a reality. Like, some people, you know, like, yeah, I beat that guy. He was fucking way heavier than me. Well, dude, it's his first day. Like, what you expect? Yeah, yeah, like, like, dude, I saw this yeah. thing. Uh, black belt taps out bodybuilder. I'm like, okay, someone who does jiu-jitsu taps out someone who doesn't do jiu-jitsu. Mm. Okay, cool. Like here, might have been, like you know, I imagine it was, I imagine it was a little difficult because your man was really big and strong, but like you know, it's not really a big deal. Like another imagine one, it was a little, little, little tricky, you know. It's like whatever. It's like people who go really, really hard in the training partners, even though, the, even though there might, be, there might be both white belts, but they just train really hard. As in, like everything to do is like, it, it's all very kind of. Like, like it's just, I don't know how the fuck to describe this because it's really hard to describe unless like it's almost like they're spazzing but they're doing the opposite of spazzing um, or like they'll get you in psych control but they won't move they kind of just sit there really tight and like they'll just squeeze and everything they won't do anything they'll squeeze and everything to get they'll get like a double leg and they'll squeeze your legs together and like you know they'll try dump you but they don't think they're doing squeezing your legs or like they'll get an arm bar and all you're doing is squeezing your arms and pulling your arms and stuff like people like there was a guy a while ago who um, in our gym who was training with another white belt. But your man, we learned north-south that day, but your man was just, your man got his neck basically and just started pulling on it. It wasn't even like a guillotine choke, it wasn't north-south, it wasn't a Darce choke because there was no arm in there. It wasn't a Russian necktie either because like, you know, he's not standing up that way, but he's just pulling the neck off him and he fucking, your man ended up getting hurt anyways. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, you arsehole? Like, you know, you're just pulling on my neck, like you're not even trying to go for stuff. Like you're not even, it's not even a crank, you're just pulling on my neck as if it's fucking, as if you're trying to fucking get something like here, like, you know, if you can't get it, don't use fucking strength, like, you know, move something else. Like, if you don't, if you're not getting what you want, go to something else. It's called transitioning. And this guy did mm. this, this guy did this a few times. And there's a thing, there's a thing that gyms have, which you won't really kind of, you won't really notice it unless you've been in there for a while, but gyms have math enforcers. And we have a few math enforcers as well in our gym, like, you know, um, or like, if you fucking end up being a dick to somebody, they're going to come along and then they're going to show you up, basically. Um, and I, I, did, I ended up doing this job one day to this guy because he just because he hurt one of the girls, 
he hurt one of the girls um, mid-roll. But it wasn't even mid-roll. Like, they were floor-rolling. And, like, he ended up, like, going for, like, slamming on an armbar and fucking arm up and stuff. And I ended up rolling with him next. Like, and I fucking, I threw him around the place and I fucking squashed the shit out of him. And I absolutely bent the fuck out of him. Um, doing jiu-jitsu, obviously. But, like, just, if, if you were, like, if you're going super hard on someone, expect to get the shit out of you. Like, there's no need to go super hard on someone. Like, obviously, if there's, like, a personal thing there, like, you know, you shouldn't be rolling from in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it, like, it, like, there's no need to roll hard with people who are just starting. There's no need to roll hard with people who are also doing jiu-jitsu for as long as you are. And if you're on a higher belt, don't fucking spaz out on them trying to get them in a random submission. Do you know what I mean? Like, the whole point mm-hmm. of doing it's, it's, it's a system. Jiu-jitsu is a system, like, and everybody has their own system, but like, you know, don't just fucking spaz out and hurt other people. Like, it's just, it's unnecessary, and then you're going to get hurt yourself, because, like, did you ever hear about that story where John Donner, I'm not, I'm not sure if this is John Donner now, somebody told me about this, but I'm not 100% sure if it's sure or not, where John Donner, I was doing a private with, with like, this brand new guy, and he was teaching, and he was doing, like, they were rolling afterwards, and this guy was spazzing out on the bottom, and this, um, and John, apparently, like, got on top of him when he was in the mount and he stopped the roll and said if you do that again there are consequences he started rolling again and then two minutes later the guy the guy that he was giving a private to started spazzing out again and John Anaher got him in an armbar and broke his arm and then just got up walked away and started doing his own emails like nothing happened it's like like obviously what could you expect like you know what I mean I'm not sure if that story is actually true or not I was told that but like that kind of sounds a bit bullshit but like you know, there's no need to spaz on somebody, like, ever. I'm not saying don't spaz, it's way easier said than done, but come on, guys. Mm. I'll do it, like, there's a reason people make fun of spazziness, because, you know, it doesn't fucking work. Like, it's not going to help you in the long run. Like, it might help you against other, like, weaker, spazzier white belts. But, you know, it's just, it's not good for you in the long run. Not to mention it's going to piss off everyone. No one's going to run a train with you, or when they do it, they're going to want to just fuck you up straight away. Mm. That's true. Plus, then that gives yourself a bad reputation. Exactly, man. You're... Uh, sorry. Exactly, man. You're going to be the fucking spazzy dude in uh, spazzy white belt syndrome. Like, man, fuck that guy. He's only a prick. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just unnecessary. Like... Mm. Yeah, what was the, the next one you saw on the post there? On the post, I'm reading off the top of my head, sorry. Um, oh, okay. Just in terms of, like, you know, actual things not to do in the gym. Don't skull ride, people. Don't do that. What's skull riding for anyone who doesn't know? Skull riding is when you're on side control or knee and belly and you decide to uh, put their your knee and shin on their face. Right? No, no need to do that. Ever. Yeah, that's that's very, 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 very rude. Yeah, if any, um, if I if somebody does that to me, I'm gonna tell them like, "Cut the fuck on, like, what are you doing? Like, get off my face." Like you, you can understand kind of like you know, knee and belly, and like you know, kind of kind of where they're kind of sitting in your head for like going for a kimura north south. That's fair enough, like, but that's not a shin in the face, like, do you know what I mean? So don't do that. Nah, dude, north south is awesome. Fucking love north south. It's the, it's like sixty nine, but in jujitsu, bruh, it's awesome. Mm, it's not north south fucking hurts man also all you gotta all you gotta do is escape bruh also if you're if you're trying to snap somebody down um 
uh, if you're trying to snap somebody down for like, say, a guillotine is not working, don't just hold on to their fucking chin and like crank on their chin. Don't be a dick. A lot of this stuff is like, you know, general stuff, but some people kind of need to be reminded about it. Like, you know, just calm down with everything. Also, don't dude. pull up fingers. Don't pull up fingers. Oh, dude, fingers. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, man, if anyone pulls my fucking fingers, I'm like, dude, you pull my finger all my time. You, if you break on my fingers, I'm going to break on your arms, bitch. Uh, here's another one that I think is another don't. If you're in an armbar, don't try to kick your fucking leg over his head. That doesn't work. No, none of them, that never works. It, do you know whenever you're like on Spiderweb or something and they kick your leg up and they like try to get it over your head? Yeah. But to never do it, they always kick you in the face. Yes. Yeah. Never do that. Don't ever fucking try to get your leg over somebody's head if they're in an armbar. It's not going to work and you're just going to hurt him. And then he's going to break your arm because he's got your arm. Come on, guys. Don't do that. that Sons hurt. of bitches. It hurts me more than it hurts you, like, you know. Or it's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt me, like, you know. Because if I've got the arm, I'm going to crank on it and I'm going to pull on it as hard as I can. Like, because they're kicking me in the face and I've got your whole, I've got your one limb in, and your limb is, like, in the balance here. Like, you know, don't do that. Don't do that to yourselves. Um, I'm trying to think of more things. Uh, one thing that I hate people doing is digging their elbows and like chin and stuff into my back if you're on like if you're on turtle bottom and you won't give them anything and they start like digging their elbows and their and their kind of knuckles in or their fucking chin on something when they're trying to get you to open up to get a seatbelt in or to get like a hook in or something don't don't be that guy who's like oh I'm going to have to pressure put it's like don't do that this is some fucking don't do that like yeah, that's really, really shitty. Mm. Like, and man, we we all know the. I tell it. There's this old guy in my gym. He's like, fuck. He doesn't feel pain. Like when he has me in close guard, and I do the the two shins, the two fucking elbows in his ties. He just doesn't even react. He's like, really, dude. And then when he does it to me, it's like, he looks at me. He's like, uh, uh-huh, I'm gonna do it, bitch. And his his elbows are fucking really strong, and he drives them in. It drives me fucking crazy. Like it's fucking, mm. it's horrible. In clothes guard. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking true. I hate that. That's a dick move. I always guillotine people for that. No. It's like, you know, if you do that to me and I'm going to guillotine you, I'm going to break her arm. <laughs> I do it. You should do that diesel squeezel sometime. That'll fuck him up. Oh, fuck that. Um, what else is there? Mm. Oh, yeah. Don't reap the fucking knee if you're in single leg X. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah, well. Well. To be fair, don't like extravagantly knee reap. Like I think some of the reaping things are a bit like babyish. Like I just think some people, the IBGF are kind of bitches and stuff in that regard. Like don't do it in the gi. Yeah, but do like, it in no gi, fine, whatever. Don't fucking slap something on. Like if you're going from single leg X and you're going to inside some caca or whatever the fuck it is, there's no need to fucking be an actual retard about it and just pulling the heel. Like there's no there's no need to do it. Like you know, do it properly and or learn it properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very stressful. Um, I have a white belt gets me an insult on in single leg X. I'm like, this could go so wrong in so many ways. Like, yeah, that's know, just a recipe for disaster at that point. It is, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's pretty dodgy, like. Um, what else? 
What else? Um, oh yeah, right. So I can't think of anything right now because I'm tired. Uh, not because I'm tired, because I'm really stupid. I'll probably take this one tomorrow night at like four o'clock in the morning. Um, one second. Yeah, right, so we're on, we're on Reddit, we're on Reddit, here we go. Alright, so coaching etiquette. Hey guys, I'm doing a podcast on an episode of, on an episode um, on coaching and how coaching should conduct, coaches should, should conduct themselves. I'd appreciate some of your guys' good and bad experiences with coaches in BJJ. And some of the comments, the first comment was, uh, when our coach has the kids rolling and his or her daughters are involved, tend to only help them out, uh, not the other kids they're rolling against. Not sure if it measures, uh, not sure it measures to what you're looking for, but it irks me from time to time. What do you think of that? Mm. Mm. Ah, dude, like, first and foremost, I think it's a fucking terrible, terrible idea to teach your kids at, at your gym. Like, I know plenty of person who's a, a jiu-jitsu black belt, they have kids doing jiu-jitsu and they're, they, don't, they don't teach their kids. Either they don't teach the classes or they bring them to another gym. Because, you know, it's hard for kids to make the sort of mental sort of uh, connection. Like, oh, yeah, he's not my dad right now. He's my coach and all that shit. And, you know, you have to deal, you know, it's it's bad for everyone involved because, you know, if you're, if you're you know, putting the fucking, what's it, uh, the pressure on them in the class, like telling them to do the move right or correcting them and stuff or saying, okay, you're doing this wrong, you know, and, you know, it's hard to, you know, make, make that connection and stuff when, you know, you're there, your your kids already, but you know, I just think it's a bad idea. And plus, instances like that where it's just blatant favoritism, and you know, that's just shitty in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty stupid. Um, well, no, that's not stupid. It's it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty sensible if you think about it. But like, you know, other people are kind of like, yeah, but you're if you're not if you're a coach, you're not trained. It's like, no, there's, there's a lot. There's certain lines that you don't cross, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, it's look. Anyways, uh, next one is I used to do so. I used to do some kids classes before, and I tend to coach the least skilled or the weakest ones between two partners. So I tend to coach uh, more of the same kids, while a bunch of others would get less coaching and sparring from me. Uh, just pointers at the end, uh, or I'll say really good. Uh, does something new, uh, and right to let him know he did well. Uh, might look might look like our preferences for certain kids if parents don't pay attention that I coach the weaker ones as a priority. That's that's always been uh, one of the things that Kieran does and a lot of the, a lot of coaches in SKG Telemore do, where they kind of train the guys who have less experience, um, train them more, or they kind of like watch over them a bit more, and then uh, the guys who have a bit more experience will always ask Kieran at the end because like you know. That's yeah, mm. kind of like, yeah. Uh, that, make, that makes perfect sense because you know, who'd have thunk that the people who aren't doing as well might need more help? Mm. Who'd have thunk? Yeah, you know, it's exactly. a, a weird, weird concept that people who aren't doing as good as the other students might, you know, might be the ones that need more assistance, and attention, and care. Mm. Yeah, it's like it is like it is it is a thing where, and obviously, I think younger. Oh, sorry, not not young. I think newer belts kind of tend to be more kind of, um, 
they kind of tend to be a bit more scared, maybe, of, of asking for help because, you know, they don't want to seem stupid or anything. But, like, I know years ago I was terrified of asking about stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, no, I get you. Yeah. This next one, I, mean, I can relate to this one as well. Listen, I've, I've come across some awful coaches in my lifetime. Anyways, um, I once had an instructor go, go on a tangent about how the lesbians have taken over over Brazil and ruined it. So that was weird. Saw so the same instructor uh, coaching a white belt in a tournament a few years later. The guy was getting beat up and honestly wasn't wasn't doing a lot to help his cause. Immediately after the match, the coach goes, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you listening to me? Do you even want to be here? And then stormed off and refused to coach the guy in the next match, and I ended up doing it. Same coach, again, also went uh, on a very crude Facebook rant about how Pepperbelch never, ever teach a coach. And it is an embarrassment uh, that it happens. And I'd kick out any purple belts if they were thinking about teaching so early. And he opened his school at Blue Belt. So, not that way. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> your man was making make a point of, don't be that guy. Oh, man, there's a lot to digest there. First, yes. okay, first, he, he's clearly not a fan of lesbians. I don't mind lesbians, you know, for reasons I'm not going to get into. <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about. But like, uh, again, and secondly, you don't fucking talk to your fucking students like that when they're getting their ass kicked in a fucking in a match, and you don't fucking give them shit afterwards. It's fucking terrible coaching, and that guy should be fucking ashamed of himself. Yeah, fucking piece piece of shit. There, you don't fucking do that ever, mm. unless you know, unless it's warranted, unless your man has done something fucking. Unless he, the only reason to give out to someone after they lose a match is if they done something really scummy in the match and got disqualified. Like, dude, what the fuck? You shouldn't fucking do that, you know. He's giving out to him for fucking, you know, making a mockery of the gym. That's the only instances instance where it's okay to give someone shit after they get after they lose a match or something. And finally, that dude is saying purple belts should never coach. And he opened a gym of blue belts. Well okay, he's a fucking hypocrite. Why should you listen to anything he says? Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Like, um, I yeah, I've had a few experiences where I've been in a competition and I've been rolling against a guy and I've been smashing him. But like, the reason I've been smashing him is because I'm doing what I do, and the guy that I'm smashing, maybe he's doing his best, like you know, or maybe he's doing whatever he usually does. But obviously, at that in that competition or whatever, I'm doing better. But the coach has been like, "What are you doing? No, boss is guard," and it's like. Yeah, it's great. Like you know, like whenever I'm co- whenever I'm coaching, I'm like, right, let's start let's start working to pass this guard now. Uh, step left or step right, or you can drop into butterfly guard or whatever the fuck it is, or you can start dropping into whatever guard pass you want. Or let's just say it's let's say he pulls butterfly. It's like right, you know your you know your butterfly smash pass from here, or you can jump over the top, whatever or whatever. You always give them options. It's never like you know what are you doing past the guard, and you never. And um, I think one of the big things in competitions is never saying no, or if you do say no, say it properly, properly. Um, Like if you say, no, what are you doing? Or no, no, why are you letting him do this? Or whatever the fuck it is. Like, you know, um, like it's not very, it's not, it's not very good for fucking, for your, for your fighters, like, you know, kind of head. If you get me, like, you know, if you hear your coach saying, no, no, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're kind of going to get a bit discouraged and then you're going to get frustrated. And then the more you get frustrated, the less on point your game will be and stuff. Like, um, like there's been times when, when 
Jack or Kieran has been like, no points, Con, there's no points there, you need to secure the position or whatever. That's different. That's like mm. that's like that's like proper coaching stuff. Yeah. Um, like don't the only, like unless they made a huge, huge fucking mistake like doing a, a fucking retarded looking double leg and they get sprawled on and they get put into a guillotine straight away, or if they take someone's back and cross their fucking ankles and they're getting leg locked. Mm. That's a good time to say no, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because you know they made an extremely fatal flaw there. But even he, then, if, if they were coached well in the first place, they wouldn't have made that fatal flaw. So you know. Yeah. Well, like even so, like you know, even if I've done that a few times where I fucked up something, Kieran's like, no, that's all right. Let's work from here. It's like you know, same with Jack. Like you know, I've done, I've done. If Jack's a really good fucking corner, um, but like. Or you'd be in the middle of doing something and you're fucked something. It's like, nope, that's all right. You're still safe here. You're okay there. You know what I mean? Other people are like, no, get back to this. Get back to this. And you can tell when coaches start panicking and when corners start panicking. It's just, it's really fucking stressful. Um, because like you know, if your coach is panicking, then you should probably be very much panicking. Um, all right. So the next one. Uh, okay. Uh, the two biggest things for me in a good coach, other than jiu-jitsu knowledge, are understanding that the students are regular people paying to learn uh, the skill that they aren't play uh, to learn the skill and that they aren't pledged or a frat or in a private military. I visited a few schools during my travels and I had this type of atmosphere. New guys took out uh, took out the trash and couldn't talk unless spoken to type of stuff. I would never go back to that kind of place. Uh, number two, being present during class. I can't stand it when a coach is on their phone or off having another conversation during class time. It's only a max two hours of time uh, for you to show interest and see to, and try and see other people how other people are doing. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. Like, obviously, like man, uh, that's them sort them sort of fucking duties taking out the trash. That shouldn't fall to the fucking white belts. You know, that should fall to the fucking, you know people who are more invested in the gym, like, you know, blue and purple belts that are like in the inner circle of the coach and he trusts them. Like they might even be the people who teach, help teach the kids or the beginners, you know, or clean the mats and shit and help that. Those, that's who you allocate those tasks to. You don't say, Oi, white belt, new guy, take out the fucking trash and don't fucking talk to me until I talk to you. Like yeah. for another thing, man, uh, who the fuck are you? Like, okay. You're a black belt in jiu-jitsu, but like it's not like you're the fucking king of England that you need permission to speak to speak to me. Like, shut the fuck up. You're a fucking person, and you know you're not fucking so high and mighty that someone can't just say, "Oh, hello, can I ask you a question real quick?" Or say, "Oh, fucking your ex- excellency, may I fucking uh uh may you grace me with a fucking answer of a question?" Like, shut up. You're yeah. a fucking, you know, that's bullshit. Yeah, I think the main thing. I think one. Big things there is just talking to students like they're fucking people, just like a normal person, like you know, because yeah, your student is a student is just at the end of the day a regular person's. Mm. Not to mention, if you want to get in, into another aspect, like they're a paying customer, and if they have a query or a question for you, you know, you're sort of obligated to fucking answer because you know, like they're fucking paying you X amount of money a month to train them. If you want to answer questions, like why the fuck should I bother continuing to train here? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's stupid. Like, and if you treat them like shit, like what the fuck? Like, what's going on there? Like, mm. oh, there. Don't do that. And also, like, it, 
being on your phone and shit. Like, okay, I understand like if they're doing like if they run the Instagram account and they're marketing the gym or they're someone texts them asking about shit like, oh, when's this beginner's class starting or whatever, shit like that. Or can I drop in or some shit like that? Mm. That's fine. Take a quick side note or say, all right, so guys, or wait a minute, like, okay, you know, this drill, this move for a minute, you know, show to move, all that shit, like, and then fucking do it. Don't be like on your phone fucking doing this shit, like, hey, fucking drill that move from last night, whatever, fucking hell, and do some sparring in 10 minutes, whatever, you know. Yeah. A, bit of, a bit of effort goes a long way. It does, it does. And you can tell when a coach is making an effort and all. Because sometimes what happens is people, we might go over the same kind of position, but then he'll add extra details onto it from the night before. And that's just like, and you don't, ha- and he doesn't have to do that at all. Like, people don't have to do that at all. But like, when they start making like little extra kind of things like that, and when, and when they have a curriculum as well, you know what I mean? Like, we've got, um, we've got in Tullamore, we've got, whatchamacallit, uh, not a road, a fucking, what's that thing that like you cover throughout the year or throughout a term? Um, I not. My brain hurts. I can't fucking think about it now because I'll think a about quota? it. Quota? Quota or some shit? I don't know. No, no, not that. It's. Anyways, you're. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but, but what I mean is, like, throughout the year, you'll have covered, like, let's say, pass and open guard, side control, side control top, mount top. Oh, uh, curriculum. Uh, there you go. There you go. Curriculum, yeah. And obviously, when the coach has a curriculum, instead of just like teaching random shit every single class, I fucking, I hate when coaches like you know teach random shit during a class. You know what I mean? So I hate that because mm. I like I like having a system of stuff because like, because I'm the kind of person who like the way I've learned stuff for years and years and years is um, from Kieran, and he, the way he's always done it is right. This week we're doing back top, or we're doing mount top, or this week we're doing close guard bottom, or this week we're doing mount bottom. Because it was mount top last week, now it's mount bottom. And then next week, we're under close guard top and then close guard bottom. Mm. Not that way. Yeah, see, I, you know, we don't particularly do, like, a curriculum, per se. We do themes for every few weeks. Like, okay, we're playing De La Hiva. We're also passing De La Hiva, so the people who are playing De La Hiva don't just, don't just have options. You know, you do the sort of inverse thing as well. Yeah, yeah you always do the inverse thing as well. But I, but I, I know some places where they're, they're like learning stuff they just like they just do random techniques every single fucking day like like um like that way like it's stressful to remember stuff that way as well and it's just it just makes it harder for the students to remember stuff and learn stuff too like obviously i've gone through like four cycles of this curriculum so i i know a good bit of i know a good bit of technique how good I, how good I, I I am at them is another fucking that's a whole different story because I suck at most of them, but like, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's still yeah. it's still the way I remember is oh yeah when I was learning open guard I learned how to smash pass I learned how to um do a cartwheel pass I learned how to switch into a butterfly pass or maybe an over under pass or maybe dropping in a half guard and passing half guard or letting them take close guard and then me passing close guard or whatever. And like those are still little parts of your passing game, like you know, that's that's when a coach can kind of get you to remember different things, like you know, in a system sort of way, like that's how you know they're they're pretty fucking all all, all, all like up there, and devoting their time to going to competitions as well, 
lots of coaches don't fucking some coaches don't do that where they're like they're weak competition and they just don't go to them do you know mm. what I mean so like yeah you know they never corner their own guys yeah they never corner their own guys or like even when they do corner they, they just sound like they don't want to be there or just like walk away after true I've seen coaches walk away after true and match when they're fighting getting belt up Yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, man, that's fucking shitty. Like, you know, can you not be can you not be fucked putting in the effort to just fucking you know go to the thing, coach your. It's not saying you have to record the match. Maybe get someone else to record it so you can focus on you know cornering. You know. Um. Yeah, it's just there's a few things there like you know what not to do mm-hmm. like you know um be like talk about your students as if they're fucking. As if they're going to be champions as well. Don't never really doubt your students. Like here's another thing as well. Like, I, I, I won't say don't doubt your students, but I'd say, or I'd say, coaches who invoke kind of like inspiration or like kind of help people have like really good motivation for like competitions or where or whatever it is. Like let's say they're doing May, like you know, like motivate them to want to be better and stuff, and motivate them to, to improve. Like you know, some coaches just going around the place, like you know. And some some teammates are going around place like you know it's like oh I'm just doing this because I'm bored it's like you know some people go are doing it to win some people are doing it because like you know they want an outlet but like you know very few people and teammates will kind of like push you to be the, to be a better grappler or to be like you know a better wrestler or whatever the fuck it is that you, that you do you know? and, and that in turn helps you be a better person but like you know if you're not surrounding yourself by people that are like you know rooting for you as well, as much as you are like you know it's it's uh it can be stressful like mm. uh oh dude do you have much left on the the comments there uh that was pretty much it that was pretty much it like you know they were pretty repetitive so when we read out mm. the last one yeah there's there's a lot of there's a lot of overlap lots of people are reiterating the same points yeah, so like yeah. we had, we didn't go through every single one yeah Let's see. Yeah, I think we should call it there. This is a pretty sizable episode. Yeah. I'll do it do the outro real quick. Okay, so guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow us all on Instagram at Kong Gracie at Humanity Jitsu and the Humanity Jitsu podcast. You know, that's a recent one. We've actually we've gotten a lot of followers on that lately. We're nearly at two hundred on the podcast account already. It's only been up for um I think it's two or three months now. Mm. I can't remember exactly. Not even you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'll I'll get an accurate date when I look at it after the episode. And also, guys, if you want to support the podcast and help us get better equipment, make the production value a bit better, consider following us at Patreon at patreon.com slash jitsu And guys, we promise we were t- we've been talking. If you follow our story, we're taking suggestions for YouTube content because we want to vary out the stuff on the YouTube channel so it's not just re re uploads of the podcast content. So, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Be kind. Yeah. Do you have anything to say before we shoot off, Con? Uh, yeah. Just be a good person. Don't be a dick. Dude. Simple advice, but it's fucking effective as all hell. Yeah, just don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. It was.